I remember years ago, I got an email from the Forbes Coaches Council and it was like, congratulations, you've been accepted to be a contributor and write for us. And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't even apply, but sweet. And then I looked into it a little bit further and they were charging me to write for them. That's like literally the opposite of a job. And this is still happening and people are still going on social media, calling themselves Forbes contributors, saying they've been featured in Forbes and that's not really what's going on. So in this episode, I am going to share five reasons that you should just say no to the Forbes Coaches Council. And it's not just the Coaches Council, it's every other council. And Forbes isn't the only one doing this. Rolling Stone does this. Entrepreneur Magazine just started doing this. It's a new way to pay to play. And trust me, there are much easier ways. And you know me, I am all about contributing to outlets if it's going to build your brand. I once had a client in my media mentoring program and she was asked to contribute an article to a very well-known website. And she said, no, I'm not gonna do that because I don't wanna work for free. And I said, when you're just contributing like that, that's not working for free. That is you building your expertise, your credibility and your authority and you're doing it through contributing. Now, when you pay to be a contributor, that's a whole other ball of wax. That is literally advertising. That's not contributing. And if that's how you want to advertise, that's fine. But I am here to tell you that this kind of advertising is tricky. And the folks at Forbes Council are not sharing the whole story. Number one, the Forbes Coaches Council isn't even really Forbes. They just license the name Forbes. It's actually a business called Community Company. And it even says so on the Forbes Coaches Council website, which again, is different from the Forbes website. So that's just one thing. The second thing is that the links are no follow links. This is a big thing. I talked about this with press release distribution. Because you are paying to be there, your links are no follow. So you're not getting any of that SEO juice that you think you're gonna get. It's not gonna help you SEO wise because all of the links in those articles are no follow because again, they are paid for. Number three, you will never be able to write for Forbes. I mean the real Forbes. Once you start as a member of the council or whatever form of the council, if it's not the coaches council, if it's the business council, the marketing council, the whatever councils they have, you're never gonna be able to be a true contributor for Forbes and they make sure of this. However, they don't tell you this when they're trying to sell you that council membership. And if you do wanna contribute to an outlet to build your authority and credibility, then make sure you check out 16places.com. These are websites that are accepting contributors now. I have put together the top websites, high quality, along with the contact information of who you need to pitch and the story ideas of what they're looking for. So you can get that at 16places.com. Number four, some journalists will actually think of you as less credible if you pay to be a part of the council and you pass it off as though you're a contributor. Now this is some new information to me and I found this out by looking in one of my PR Facebook groups that I'm in. And I typed in Forbes Coaches Council. I wanted to see what other people in the industry were saying. And one person, and I quote, said this. The thing I dislike about it is when someone that's part of Forbes Council claims they were quote, featured in Forbes or quote, writes for Rolling Stone as if it were earned. That's when I think less of them. So many lists and memberships are pay to play that I take all of them with a grain of salt. 30 under 30, don't care. You put your head down and do great work, I care a lot. 
And when I saw that she said that, I totally understood what she was saying because I see this all the time. A lot of people will pay money to write for Forbes and they will include themselves in the article, which of course you can do because you're paying for this. This is an advertisement. And they'll say, oh, look, I was featured in Forbes. You're not featured in Forbes. You're paying for an ad. Or they'll say, I write for Forbes. You don't really write for Forbes. You write for an advertising organization that licenses Forbes name. So I totally see this person's point. It does make you look less credible. But again, I think this is something that a lot of people don't realize when they join the Forbes Council. And finally, number five, just to piggyback on that quote, you do have to pay to play. And when you pay to play, you don't get the authority and you don't get the credibility that you would if you earned media elsewhere, like one of those places in 16places.com, that PDF I put together for you. So if you don't wanna pay to play, if you don't wanna spend money on advertising and you do wanna build your authority and credibility, you don't need to pay to be a part of a council or you don't need to pay to make a list like the top 40 under 40 because a lot of people are becoming wiser to these sneaky advertising schemes and it just doesn't look credible. And like you heard, for some journalists, it could be a bad look. It looks like you're taking a shortcut and you're actually trying to fake your authority. There's also a lot of gray area when it comes to who's a contributor and who's not a contributor. I won't go into it in this episode, but there are so many fake contributors or shady contributors, even people on the council who are accepting money under the table from other people to be featured in places like four. This is wrong on so many levels. I have seen this happen. I have had people slide into my DMs. They have emailed me. They'll guarantee coverage here, here, and here because they know somebody who's on the council or they know somebody who actually contributes. And that person is accepting money to include mentions of other people. I saw this happen with a woman who wrote about Shark Tank stars. If you've ever been on Shark Tank, she would write about you and she would talk about your business, your entrepreneurial journey, all of the things. And she got found out. People at Forbes found out that she was accepting money to write these stories and then all of her articles were deleted and all of those people were out that money because she was essentially selling ads to Forbes and she did not work in the sales department at Forbes. So the next time somebody slides into your DMs or they show up in your inbox and they are charging you for coverage in a specific place, you better make sure that not only do they work for that place, and I don't mean as a contributor, I mean they work at that place in the advertising, in the sales department, and they better have a media kit that tells you exactly who you're gonna reach, how you're gonna reach them, when you're gonna reach them, all of the things that come with purchasing an ad. I also had somebody who tried this and then she joined my media mentoring program. We had a little chat about this, but her story is that she paid because she thought she was going to be a part of a certain magazine that had a title like National Travel. Well, she did get included in a magazine, but it wasn't National Travel. It was another magazine that had travel and national in the title. And I don't know if this person accepting payment got confused or maybe they actually couldn't place what she wanted to be placed in her number one pick. So they settled for something that sounded like her number one pick. Either way, she was out a bunch of money and she didn't get the coverage she thought she was paying for. And that's because again, she paid somebody who just 
had a little in, but didn't determine what was published and what wasn't published. I remember when I wrote for Ink Magazine, I would include lots of different sources and the person who would edit the material would say, oh, we're gonna take this out, we can keep this in, we'll tweak this. So even if I included you after it went through the editorial process, you could have been dropped out of there and there was nothing I could do about it because again, this is coverage you're not paying for. So I just kind of wanted to pull a curtain back on how the Forbes Council really works because when they slide into your inbox or your DMs, they're not gonna share this with you. They're not going to tell you that you're not gonna get backlinks. They're not gonna tell you it's really not Forbes. They're not going to tell you that journalists may think you're less credible. And then they wait until the end also to let you know that you have to pay to play. And they also leave out the fact that Forbes will never accept you as a true contributor because you are now paying to write for them. So while these pay to play features or appearances are mentioned, maybe they will impress some people here and there. I mean, listen, I've seen it happen. I see people like go into Canva and create like a fake cover of Forbes just to say they've been in Forbes. Maybe you get some people saying, oh my God, so cool, congratulations in the comments. But to a lot of other people, it looks dumb. Like it looks like you're totally putting on a show. And instead, I suggest you just work a little bit harder. Invest an extra hour a week to become a true contributor to an outlet that isn't licensing a name. It truly is that media outlet. And then that way you will get a lot further faster. Again, to become a true contributor, make sure you check out 16places.com. I took time to see which high quality 16 media outlets were accepting contributors, what kind of contributors they were looking for, and the correct contact information of who you need to reach out to to pitch your first contributed article. Again, that is at 16places.com. Thank you so much for watching. If you're here on YouTube, and if you are, make sure you tap that subscribe button. If you are here on the podcast, then tap that follow button. I think if you're an Apple podcast, they switch subscribe to follow. Give that a tap, and if you're not already on my email list, make sure you join. You can join that at mediamavenandmore.com slash newsletter. Every other Thursday, I send you some tidbits and I go a little deeper than I do in these podcast episodes and YouTube videos. I will link to everything we talked about in the show notes of this episode and in the description of this YouTube video. One thing I will not be linking to though is an application to the Forbes Coaches Council because we're just saying no to that, remember?